0: Hello and welcome to Best of All with Pastor Kelly. I am Kelly McQuegg. I am blessed to have one of the greatest jobs in the world, and that is being a pastor of a church. I'm currently in ministry at Grace United Methodist Church in Alamogordo in Tularosa, New Mexico, and I am having the time of my life living out the call that God has placed on my life. Now, This first episode uh, is being launched right in the midst of one of the craziest times that I know I've ever seen and and most of us have ever seen, right? Smack dab in the middle of this worldwide uh, coronavirus pandemic. And man, ministry has been nothing what I expected it to be these past two weeks. Um, I can honestly say that most of what I've done I didn't learn any of it in seminary. Most of what I've done these past two weeks um, has been on, uh, on the job training. Uh, all of it is new, all of it is exciting, and we are just learning on the fly. Um, this is a podcast that I've been wanting to do for a long time, and you know what? In these crazy times uh, where, where people are just uh, looking for, for answers anywhere, I think this is a good time for us to remember, it's a good time for me to remember that best of all, God is with us. And so that's what we're going to be doing as I post. And it'll be a variety of, of postings that you'll see in this podcast. Um, sometimes it'll just be cool stories that I heard or or cool acts of faith or could, good acts of good work um, that, that I witnessed. Sometimes it'll be something from scripture or, or a book I read or a movie I saw. But, but I want to keep my eyes focused on where God is at work, uh, that best of all, God is with us. And I know I'm not the only one who sees these things. And so I hope that as we are able to share these things with each other, that you will be encouraged and in your own life, you'll be able to see that best of all, even in the hardest and most challenging of times that God is with you. So, as a church, for the past few weeks, we've been studying the Book of Philippians. The Book of Philippians is a 2,000-year-old uh, brief letter that is part of our collection in the New Testament, part of the Christian Bible. And like I said, it's very, very old. It's 2,000 years old, and it was written by a man named Paul. Paul was one of the earliest followers of Jesus, and he traveled all around the Mediterranean world 2,000 years ago. And as he would travel, he would plant these churches. Well, one of these churches was on the eastern coast of the country we now call Greece, and it was in a town called Philippi. And this church would grow and it would become one of Paul's most uh, beloved churches. He fell in love with these people and they fell in love with him as their pastor. Uh, But eventually he would have to leave because he would go elsewhere in the Mediterranean world to plant other churches. Well, over time, Paul had a tendency to get himself into trouble. You see, he never failed to preach Christ wherever he went. He always preached Jesus and that got him into trouble in some places, so much so that he was thrown in prison lots of the times and so he'd be thrown in prison and he found out that the Philippians in their church hundreds of thousands of miles away they were suffering as well because you know they were being persecuted too the Roman Empire didn't like that they were following Jesus as well and so Paul found out about the Philippians suffering and he wanted to write them this letter of encouragement and that's the letter that we've been studying as a church for the past few weeks One of the most powerful verses in this letter is in Philippians chapter four, starting in verse six. And I think it's really relevant to the time that we're living in today in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. Paul writes to the Philippians, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now we have to remember he's writing to them in the midst of their great suffering We also can't forget that Paul is suffering as well. He's in prison. He is suffering so much so that he doesn't know if tomorrow he's going to live or tomorrow he's going to die by the executioner's sword. And so even in the midst of his suffering, in the midst of the suffering the Philippian church is going through, he constantly reminds them not to worry about anything, but instead send all your worries to God, asking God for your heart's desire and to rejoice in everything. And so it's my prayer that even in the midst of all this craziness that we're going through, that our prayer would be that God would open our eyes to all the good things that are around us. And I've got a list of a few of those things that I want to share with you today, things that have just blown me away. As crazy as life has been for the past week, as anxious as I've been, as tired as I've become, as as fearful as I have been, not knowing how to pastor a church in these changing times, God has shown me amazing grace and I've seen some awesome ways that best of all he is with me. The first thing that just struck me and and just convinced me that even in these crazy times, God is still with me, has the way that that my staff that I am blessed to work with each and every day at our church, how they just rose to the occasion in the past week to just go with the flow and do whatever was asked of them in order to get the word out and to communicate with people of all the ever-changing news that was affecting our congregation. Uh, we We as a church, we as a Christian church, we love to worship every Sunday. We like to gather ourselves together physically in a big old building and to hug one another and to greet one another and to shake each other's hands and and to get much closer than, than six feet apart to each other. And we just love to be together, but we knew in the midst of, of coronavirus that we had to take some drastic op- actions to, to protect not only our community in our church, but also our community that we live in. We want to be good neighbors and we don't want to do anything to, to, to make this spread even worse than it was. So we had to make the really challenging decision to cancel all in-person worship and to move all of our worship online on our Facebook page. And that was a challenge. And we made a last minute change. And I asked the staff to join me on a day off at the church so that we could get everything set up and ready to do just that and send the word out to Anybody and everybody what we were doing. Um, and they rose to the occasion. So so staff at Grace United Methodist Church know that I saw God through you. And I want to challenge everybody, listen, listen here, the people that you're working with in all your different jobs, how how are your colleagues, how are your coworkers, how are those that you work for or those who work for you, how are they rising to the occasion? And how are they meeting this huge need that is on all of the places of employment? um to to really to really be as good as possible as we can in this ever changing world. And I think that's one way that we can see God with us at this time. The second way that I've seen God really shine through um in, in the these past uh these past few days is that we have both a food pantry and we have a weekly free meal that we provide to the community at no cost to them. This is a ministry of our church. Uh, We value being able to feed people. We we want every single person in our community to never go hungry. And so we put a lot of effort in our church into putting food on people's tables and putting food in their mouths. And so our food pantry and our weekly free meal that happens on Saturdays is still happening. We're having to make some changes and our volunteers for those ministries have just gone right on board with those changes. They have not skipped a beat. They're wanting to keep everybody healthy and they're also wanting to do everything that they possibly can to continue feeding the hungry in our community. And my goodness, I have definitely seen God work through that. A third way that I've been reminded that best of all, God is with me, uh, was how I've already seen the small groups within our church. Small groups from Sunday school classes to our musical ensembles um, to our mission volunteer groups um, to sort of just unofficial impromptu groups that gather at coffee shops every single Saturday. We've reached out to them to encourage them to, to, to touch base with one another. In this time of social distancing, we're really wanting to make sure that nobody is slipping through the cracks and that everybody is cared for. And, and when I thought I was like starting something, calling these and, and contacting these group leaders to say, hey, why don't you start a, a phone chain or an email chain or a text chain or something to keep up with each other? Nine times out of 10, my group leader said, oh, Pastor Kelly, we're already doing that. And so um, I was just so, so blessed to hear that that our church is already trying to care for one another. And so I would challenge you, who, who are you caring for in this time? Who's caring for you? Um, do you need care? Do you have a church that you can reach out to? Um, I promise you, there are plenty of people who want to welcome you um, into their communities during this hard time, and they will help you make it through this. And so, so who are you helping? Who is helping you? And how can you see God at work in your life through the way that you're seeing the world help each other during this time? And finally, uh, this has probably been the most powerful way that I have seen God at work in my life this week is just the incredible graciousness and patience that people have had towards me. I don't know what I'm doing right now. (laughs) And I know I'm not the only pastor in the world who doesn't really know what we're supposed to be doing right now. We weren't trained for this. Very few careers are trained for such a situation much less pastors now i know how to pray for people i know how to recruit people i know how to i know how to preach i know how to i know how to proclaim a a good message of hope and love and grace uh, but i've never done it during a pandemic so i am learning something new on an hourly basis but my church and the people that i get to be in ministry with they have been nothing but gracious and patient with me every step of the way. And I feel their love and I feel their support. Um, And I just wanna thank each and every one of them. So if you are listening to this and you are part of the church that I'm blessed to pastor, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're listening to this and, and you're part of a different church, Um, man, pray for your pastors, pray for the staff at those churches, Uh, support them, encourage them, send them encouraging note cards and and phone calls and text messages uh, because you're gonna do so much good in their lives and they're gonna be better off for it and they're gonna be better prepared to pastor your churches and to lead your churches in such a time as this. You can be the way that they know that God is with them during this time and what a blessing that would be. So let me once again return to Paul's letter to the Philippians at the very end in chapter 4, starting in verse 4. And remember that, that their life isn't great right now. There was lots that the Philippian church were being challenged with. They were, they were facing persecution and hatred and, 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 uh, and even division from within themselves. There, there was lots for them to complain and grumble and be down about. But Paul says this. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And there's a lot of things that we can request from God today, isn't there? There's a lot of things that we might want God to do in our lives. But I hope that for the rest of this day and for the coming days and weeks, that one of the most powerful requests that you have, one of your utmost desires is that in all things, you would see his life, his love, his goodness, and his grace for you and for the world. So never forget that in all things, in the easiest of times and in the hardest of times, that best of all, God is with us. Until next time, be blessed. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.